Welcome to Off the Hustle, a podcast designed to help you grow as we grow. We're becoming our best selves, and you, we want you to join us. Yeah, and there's no point being selfish and holding the, the wealth and the knowledge to ourselves. As we push ourselves each and every day to be great, we're challenging you to do the same exact thing. We hold ourselves to a really simple mission of three things. We build, we grow, and we develop. We want you to join us in doing it. Yeah, so as we continue, guys, to give you great episodes, make sure that the only thing we ask of you is if you hear something of value, stop immediately, pause the episode, and share it at that exact moment. Because as you share the knowledge and the wealth that we give you guys, you guys are actually being of value to us as well as yourselves. You're being too nice about it. We, we're really simple. Every episode that you hear value, we want you to share it. <laughs> yes, sir. Text, social media, in person, we don't care. It's an honor system, and we're asking you to do the honorable thing. Share the knowledge that you find so that someone else can be great. And that's because that's what true hustlers do. You trust me. This is gonna be very nice beard and nice waves. Waves, honestly, I uh, I was rel- I was very adamant on trying to get a haircut either this week or next week, but I may just continue to let the afro grow until I hit a certain weight. What you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a good idea, man. Yeah. Wait till you get in the way you, when you want to look. But that being said, hey, guys, you got us in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Off the Hustle. Uh, it, for those who know, we've been doing a new challenge called 30 or Bust. Where we and a couple of other friends have been trying to get down to, like, really it's a test of discipline. And lo- and some, a couple of us wanted to lose a little bit of weight. Our goal was, to, uh, I think, one of, the, one of the guys said it looked like Super Saiyans by next month. So man, we've been dieting and working out twice a day and all that good stuff and it has been a real test to our uh time management because it is hard to try to squeeze in two workouts uh read a book a day and drink a gallon of water every day uh again this week we're talking about time management so if you call us on monday we talked about uh the different Things that could be your time wasters. Today, we're actually going to be discussing uh, strategies to help you improve your time management. Uh, that being said, I actually want to dive in first thing in the morning. When you first start your day, is probably the best way of tracking your how your day is going to go. Uh, you hear a lot about people talking about those early morning routines. There's a reason why early morning routines are always suggested. And looked at because high performers uh, in business, athletes, celebrities, it doesn't matter who you're looking at. If you're looking at someone that is at the height of their game a lot, I think right now everyone is uh, really become fascinated with Kobe and Jordan and just that dominating mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a reason why their mentalities are like that. And it hasn't been explicitly said anywhere. But what I want to believe is that it all starts in their morning routine. Because how you start your day is how you end your day. And if and those guys, you know, the quote from last episode was, you know, the more you sweat in practice, the less you'll bleed in war. And it's a, it's a quote from uh, the Spartans. Back when they would go to war, it's what they tell the soldiers. Uh, leave with your shield on your back and return uh, a victor. That's what they were always taught. 
So I think your morning routine directly impacts that. And those type of guys, uh, I believe, uh, were followers of the, uh, I think it's called the 5 a.m. club. Uh, it was, it's a, it's this personal development, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, a uh, leader who came up with this book called the 5 a.m. club. He'd worked with a lot of the big names and, and high achievers, uh, tech giants he's worked with. I think he actually did work with Kobe and a couple other people where he would convince them that they should start work, waking up at 5 a.m. Uh, and a lot of people are going to say, well, I'm not a morning person. I'm not an early riser and I don't get up at 5 a.m. And I can't do it. My fam, my grandma didn't wake up at 5 a.m. My, my dad didn't wake up at 5 a.m. I'm not going to wake up at 5 a.m. It's a habit. It's, it's, it's breakable. It's trainable. It's doable. You just have to start doing it. Give it 60 days. That's how long it takes for something mm-hmm. to truly lock into your brain. Do it 60 days straight, waking up at 5 a.m. And when you wake up, you follow what I'm going to go into after Amari speaks, what we call the 20-20-20 uh, when you first wake up. But before that, I want Amari kind of to touch on the importance of morning routines in your time management for the rest of the day. Yeah, bro. And before I dive into that, I want to, you know, <laughs> I want to kind of, you know, put a image into uh, into the minds of our listeners. I want you guys to really picture yourself, you know, from the third person view of looking at yourself. And I'm going somewhere with this. And I'm going to get there like right now. Picture yourself tell, telling either yourself or someone else how you don't want to do something because you're not used to it or because grandma and them or whoever you want to use as a reference never did this or I didn't grow up doing this so I didn't I, ne- I never got comfortable doing that I want you in you know and a good way to do this I would like for you to re- if you had the opportunity to record yourself for 24 hours and see and hear some of the things that you say and see some of the things that you do, would you really be proud of what the end product will um, um, produce? Honestly, I can tell you for myself, if I did that for me, I wouldn't be proud of it because oftentimes I gave my, you know, I either gave a BS excuse or... I said some foolish things, did some foolish things that I, you know, when I think back, I'm not proud of. And here's the reason why I started to push myself to wake up in the morning. Now, granted, I'm a morning person. I'm a, I'm a morning person. You know, I, I definitely look forward to going, you know, going to bed at a decent time so I can go ahead and wake up and get my day started. But I don't, you know, even still, I don't like waking up at three, four, five a.m. in the morning. You know, while it's still technically dark outside, but it plays a major, major impact in how my day turns out when I'm getting ready to call it a night. And when I, you know, and for the past few weeks since we started 30 of us, just being able to go to bed at 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, knowing that I'm gonna wake up in like maybe the next four or five hours, I'm proud of what my days have produced because for one, I'm not just getting up early in the morning and being unproductive. I'm getting up in the morning and I have, I am building that 
that calluses on my mind to tough out the the BS and the the procrastination and any other um, roadblock that has built that has been built um, in my way in the past. And I want you guys to kind of start doing the same things for yourself because you assume see the benefits of you going the extra mile and toughening toughening out versus giving the BS excuses because you saying in 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 the kind of um close out my piece before we can go in and dive into you know just the things that the benefits of time management if you give yourself the time to step up to the plate and attack your goals it's not going to be easy in the beginning because it's not you're not used to it it's, it's something new your muscle memory your body the mind the spirit it's not even used to going this hard that you're trying to go hard with right now so of course it's going to suck it's going to feel like you're not going to be proud of what you're producing but over time things are going to start to move quick swift and move efficient versus the day before and you're going to start to be proud of going hard and attacking with intent and um, pure intentions and being more proactive versus reactive stick it out stop being stop being a, uh, a wuss stop being the, the cry baby stop being that worst enemy that you are creating yourself um stop giving excuses admit to yourself what now be mindful admit to yourself that you hate waking up in the morning. Admit to yourself that you hate, you know, cutting the, the, you know, modifying your diet or you're working out, going to the gym, whatever you're doing to improve yourself. Understand and, and take ownership of what you hate in that moment. But understand that if you continue to do the things that you hate, that's going to make you better. You will soon continue to understand and build the mindset of I hate what I'm doing right now, but it's making me better. Versus trying to find the exit strategy that's going to kill your dreams each and every time you you stop and quit something. So, with all that said, let's get into the um, some of the benefits that you know that comes along with um, implementing good time management techniques. You know, one of the best things is the level of product productivity. You know, I just uh, Jared and myself we just got done talking about that. Being product being productive in your day. It's very vague. It's a very huge, great area. It's its own universe if you don't really tap into it and try to figure it out for yourself. It's just like the ocean sea. I, that's how I see it. Productivity is just like the ocean sea. It's like it's this, it's this whole other world that only a few people really take the time to go deep into the surface and try to figure out what's down below the waters of this thing that we call Earth. And it's so much, and it's a scary place to the people who are not initiated. I think about that Batman movie when he um, got he fought against Bane, and Bane was tearing his butt up, and he was, and Bane was like, ah, you know, yeah, oh, you try to, you know, you try to pull one, try to pull a fast one on me, but I was born in this, bro. I grew up in this. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't put fear into someone who's initiated into this this realm of of uh hard workers hustlers and people who are pushing the gauntlet and i think and i relate that towards the level of productivity that you produce each and every day it's like man 
you can really go into this whole nother world that not many people are going to understand because only you can tailor it to what you want to achieve one day. And what I want to add to that is for those listening, I want you to be weary because the word productive and productivity are loaded terms. Loaded terms. They are not exclusive to the high achievers. They are not... uh, Anyone can achieve that, and it doesn't require millions of systems and hundreds of computer services and automation and all. Productivity is very simply getting the most that you can out of every minute that you're trying to do something, mm-hmm. every second that you're trying to do something. So if you, if being productive for you is two hours of hard work followed by four hours of relaxing followed by two hours of hard work and that's what works and you get it all done that is your version of productivity whereas (laughs) someone else's version of productivity may be a itemized day of every 15 minutes is broken down into what they're going to do if that works for them Mm -hmm. that's them you have to find your version of productive Do not buy into someone else's version because the guru and the master and the and the CEO that you follow does it this way. No, find Mm -hmm. your way. Earlier, I talked about morning routines, waking up at 5 a.m. The reason that I said wake up at 5 a.m. to be more productive isn't so that you can get more done in the day. It is so that you can have 60 minutes to yourself before all the distractions of the day come in. Mm-hmm. But you break that into 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes, you ha- you do this. For 20 minutes, you move your body. You get it active. The reason you do that when you first wake up and it makes you productive is when you move the body, you release dopamine, you release serotonin. The body feels good. The mind feels good. When you start to sweat, sweating is essentially giving your brain the time to do something new. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's... Sweat, you could look at sweat as your brain releasing all the dumb stuff that you had planned to do today (laughs) to let in all the good stuff that you know you can do. You do 20 (laughs) minutes of meditating and 20 minutes of educating. If you do that back to back to back every morning, I'm sorry, you'll find your version of productive. I know it was not like no, I just thought when you was when you said it's like you getting your body's getting rid of the dumb stuff that you that your body thought it was going to do for the day, yeah, and it started to implement all the good stuff it's kind of like that post-workout i call it post-workout clarity where like you think you tired or you think you hungry or you think you you know lazy or whatever you think you're ready to go on the couch and watch movies for the rest of the day but once you get that workout in you're ready to go ahead and you know take on the next battle see but- i got another example for it but it ain't pg so i'm gonna keep it to myself we were on the same page i saw where you were going with that one but exactly, bro. And I, that's why I was like, yeah, let's yeah, not do it's, it. it's a level. It's a level of clarity <laughs> that your body gets from exercise. And the reason I say do it in that order is yeah. the reason you want to exercise first mm-hmm. is to get the body moving, get something going. After that, you want to take twenty minutes. 
some people do meditation, some people do prayer, some mm-hmm. people do gratitude. It doesn't matter. You take 20 minutes to thank the universe, thank God, and thank whoever you believe in for waking you up that day. Yeah. And then you take the last 20 minutes to prepare yourself for the day. And you do that through education. You learn something. If you start your day learning something, you'll learn something the entire day. And once you start your first hour like that, the reason I say 5 a.m. is because most people start working at 8 that still gives you enough time to eat. That gives you enough time to get where you need to go. Mm-hmm. That gives you enough time to, if you have a family, to tell your family you love them. That gives you enough time to be up before them mm-hmm. so that you can do all of that stuff alone. That is your alone time. And that's a that's a major thing that you just said, um, being up before the family. You know what I'm saying? Because once the family rises up and they're getting their day up, you know, um, I know for my household, you know, being able to that's one of the things that I, I take pride in, in my household um i wake up before my, i wake up before my mother before my father before everyone else in the family and when by the time the family you know rises for their day i'm there to say i'm there getting back from the gym around 7 seven thirty, saying hey good morning i'm able to say good morning in my best self with a lot with nothing but positive energy yeah and and positive, you know, positive reinforcements to go and not just attack the day, but also welcome the day and everything it has to give to me. And it's funny that you said that because people who do this routine mm-hmm. from my reading and my research and actually doing it myself, mm-hmm. I've seen that those people are happier mm-hmm. and more positive because their day it's starting off with higher levels of energy. Write that down. That's number two. That's technique number two for time management. Having a more energy. Mm-hmm. You have a higher level of energy. You have a higher level of positivity because you have basically purged the body of negativity. Mm-hmm. When you've worked out and you thank the world for waking, thank the universe. I'm gonna say the universe so I can be really broad. Mm-hmm. You thank the universe for waking you up and you show gratitude. The next person you interact with is going to feel what? Positivity and gratitude. The next person they interact with is going to feel it. And now you're making a more positive change on the entire planet. You bring bring because Yeah. You bring an impact. And, you know, and not to, and not to be a, not to bring, um, not to bring something that we, that a lot of us oftentimes look at it as a bad thing. Um, I know it kind of make, it may sound like it's left field, but, um, Death. Um, keep it very. I'm gonna keep it very quick, just so that, you know we don't get too down in that in that lane. But the reason I mentioned death is because when when you transition from this life as you know it into whatever that next phase is, you know heaven, you know paradise, whatever it is for you. The people who are gonna be, you know, at that at that funeral service or at that gathering, talking about your life. They're not going to be talking about how much money you made. They're not going to be talking about the things that you bought them or you bought yourself, the cars you drove, the shoes you wore, the dress that you wore. Um, They're going to be talking about the times that they engaged with you and the energy that you provided them, the energy that they crossed paths with when you walked into the room or when you smiled or when you spoke or when you worked out. Or when you made a post on Instagram, or when you made your daily quotes, whatever whatever energy you bring to people, when you are no longer here, that's gonna be the stuff that's gonna 
remain here. It's the moments and the energy that you brought here on this earth with you each and every day. So you, in order for you to get compound interest on those memories that are left with those people when you are no longer here, you got to invest the time. You have to invest the energy, have to invest the effort into generating those moments. Those moments don't just come from up above or from down below or whatever. They are generated through you and you only, you know, what happens to you and what happens to those around you is based on the decisions and the energy that you bring into each and each and every single um, each and every single situation. So that's the reason why I mentioned death. It, it definitely helps. It brings it full circle. The energy that you bring each and every day to yourself as well as those around you plays a major part into what takes place going on throughout your day. So moving forward, it also being uh, when it comes to good technique. Um, when it comes to good time management, just the benefit of being less stressed. Yeah, and with even what you're saying with death, mm-hmm. people look at it completely wrong. Yeah. Uh in, in terms of time management. Think about think about this. This is something I want you to think about in time management, mm-hmm. uh, and feeling less stressed and making a positive impact. On average People, a lot of people live like I do. Where you stay a little, little bit further away from your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stay from my mom what two, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I visit my mom three to four times a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? Yeah. So that means if I look at it like this, and I think the average person lives to about eighty-eight. I'm just throwing out a number. No, I'm gonna say seventy-five. Okay. 75, my mom is 50 plus. So I'm going to just round down and say 50 because I don't want to tell how my mom is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't feel like doing the math to figure it out. <laughs> so that means that I have 25 more years to see my mom. Mm-hmm. That's how most people look at it. Right. That's not how I look at it. If I see my mom four times a year, I have 100 more times to see my mom. I need to make the most of that time. Mm-hmm. That's what time management is, is looking at time from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at it in years. Sometimes looking at it in years isn't the best way to look at it. You got to look at it in times. How many times can I do this? Mm-hmm. Because when you're looking at a lifespan and you're looking to make it to 75, it limits how much time you truly have. Because right now I'm in my 20s. I'm thinking of Jared in his 50s. Jared in his 50s only has 25 years left. Mm-hmm. Do I want to be working the way that I'm working now? Do I want to be complaining about how I don't have time left at 50? Yeah. No, I want to be living life. I want to feel less stressed. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, those who use good time management feel less stressed. And sometimes you have to look at time differently. Yes, because sir. time is infinite. Mm-hmm. But time for you is not. Yeah. And and this also ties into the next benefit that we have. I hope you guys have a pen and pad. I hope I hope you got your notepad out open, you know, locking these things that we're that we're sharing with you. So you mentioned, you know, feel you know, we mentioned feeling less stress and the reasons behind that. But uh, and, and to piggyback off of, you know, being stressed, you mentioned, you know, as you get older, you get towards a later part later parts of your life after you done did a lot of hard work and a hard, you know, grind and going hard to build the life that you had right now in your later part of your years, you want to be able to do the things that you want, truly want to do with your free time. And my thing into, you know, like you, just like you said, when I'm 50, if I'm blessed to even see that, when I'm 50, I don't want to, I don't see myself 
working 80, 90 plus hours a week. You know, I want to be able to build something now to where when I get to that age, I can sit back and use my time to do the things like we talked about before, like sharing the, the, the knowledge and the game with, if not just the younger generation, but with our peers and with anyone who is welcome to take on the challenge and take what we've done so far in our lives up to that point and take it to the next level. You know, I want to be able to sit back and, and, and be that mentor, that coach, that that father figure, or just, a, or just a friend at the end of the day. I just want to be that person where it's like, hey, I I have my battle scars. I have the time for you. <laughs> you know, so I have my time. Yeah, I have the time to give to you. You know, right now, I have the time to give, but my time has to be... It's limited. It's limited it's because limited. I have to build this. So I have to build this right now. So when... Let's say you don't have to be you don't even have to be until fifty. You know, if we can if if we can take our time right now and maximize every, the pro, the level of of time management and productivity, into manifesting our dreams with just within like twelve to twenty four months, then that that means guess what? I'm still a younger guy. I'm still now. I have time and resources to give to to other people at a much young, younger age. And by the time I reach 50, guess what? I can really say, all right, I'm done. And then, <laughs> then what I want to add is even bringing that micro yeah. to those in the work setting, how many times have you had to take work home because you weren't able to complete it at work? Me. This is probably that's one. that's that's a key that you are not managing your time this probably, right. This is, this is probably one of the few times where you're a hemi guy, you're a hemi curse on this podcast. Too many damn times. Yeah, and too many damn times. And don't get me wrong, sometimes it is you have a lot of work. That's correct. But there are times where yes, you had a lot of work, mm-hmm. but you didn't manage your time during the day correctly. Because thinking about think about yeah. it, there's twenty four hours in a day. You spend eight of them at work. Mm-hmm. How many hours? That only release sixteen hours. And think about it. The first, if you're waking up, if you're not waking up until six, seven a.m. And you got to be in the office around nine or ten o'clock a.m. Then guess what? That first, when you look, when you look at that twenty-four hour time window, twelve a.m. all up to maybe six, seven a.m. is already gone. Sleep, sleep. So by the time you wake up, you're going straight from a quick shower, probably a, a quick. Shower, brush teeth, grass under eat. In most cases, you just go grab something on the way to work. Exactly. So it's like. Yeah, so by the time you get to work, you don't. And then you work another eight hours or eight to 12 hours or whatever. You you get home probably around 6, 7, 8 o'clock p.m. You got, you know, where's the rest of the day? Now, know what you know, know the difference in what you said just now Mm -hmm. and how I said a day should go earlier. Yeah. How you said it is, I'm getting straight up, I'm getting ready for work, I'm going straight to work. Right. Now I get to work. I'm not productive because I'm, I'm still trying to clear my head. I'm still trying to mm-hmm. get in the groove. I'm really not in the groove for work until about after lunch. Yeah. One o'clock is when I hit, hit my groove. <laughs> From exactly. one to five is really when I'm really like, oh, I'm on it right now. Then in there for real, five o'clock hit, I'm like, time to wind down. Mm-hmm. Then six, I'm heading home or I'm already at home. I'm at the crib. But think about it like this. Netflix. Earlier, we spoke about your morning routine. Mm-hmm. Now, for you, same scenario. All the times are still the same. I didn't wake up at 6. I woke up at 5. I took 20 minutes to exercise, get my brain running. Mm -hmm. I took 20 minutes to meditate, get myself together. Mm -hmm. I took 20 minutes to 
learn something. So when I go into the office, I know something different. I'm spreading knowledge when I walk in. Mm -hmm. Now I do everything else the same when I get to work. What's the difference? At 9, 10 o'clock, when I get into the office, I am ready. I am on. You're showing up in your best self. And now, let's say if I got that project that they gave me at five o'clock yesterday because they because i don't know who they think they is it happens all the time now see i'm speaking from you know i'm, I'm tapping in right now y'all feel it there's some battle scars we it's, it's some people right now who like man that's for real i did you get that project at five mm-hmm. they gave you that project at five o'clock and they want it done by friday it's already a it's a nine day project that they want you to do in four days but you know how you can cut it down to a true four day project is because the ceo or the cio is running on a different time management schedule from you. They're waking up at five. The reason they say it's going to take you four days is because they're going off their schedule. Mm-hmm. They're going off waking up at five, being fresh as soon as you get to mm-hmm. work, working for eight hours continuously with no distractions, and then going home. Because if you do it then, you really, instead of working what you normally do, it's truly a true four hours of work at work, you're doing double the work. Now, something that takes nine days is really only going to take you like four and a half. And it, you know, I said four. And then you can, you can finesse, you know, two hours out your boss. You can't finesse a whole four days. But yeah, and, and you know, just, but, and the thing, I, when I think about, and I probably mentioned this already, I probably haven't, but if I have, forgive me. When you show up, when you, from the moment you wake up, it's time to get to it. You know, one of the worst things I hate about myself, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people hate about themselves in reference to their morning routine, is those days where we may not be in the mood to get up out the bed and, and get to the grind. You wake, you're in the bed, you watch, either if you have a TV in your room or whatever, you're watching TV, trying to contemplate, all right, I'm going to give myself five or ten more minutes. Five or ten more minutes pass. I'm going to give myself another five more, ten more minutes. Let me finish this show. You know, let me finish, yeah, let me finish this show. Let me finish watching these highlights. Might as well finish the season. Yeah. One episode Boy. left. And it's like so much time is passing. And as the time passes, your body is already woken and trying to get up and running. But, you're, but you, the decision maker, is holding it back from growing, developing, evolving. So by the time you finally get out of bed, guess what? Now your body is trying to shut down. Your body is trying to go. It's like a lab. It's like a computer. When you shut down the computer and it's trying to shut, it's trying to legit power off. That's how your body is. And then, and then if you try to reboot it, it takes more time to reboot because it's 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 trying to get the engine running. It's trying to it's trying to power up now. That's how your body is when you wake up in the morning and you're contemplating. You know, should you get some more sleep? Should you lay here, watch TV, or do everything else but get to making yourself better? And when you finally do get the end, when you finally do decide to let yourself go be great, now your body is in your mind and your spirit is not even in the mood to do it anymore because you held it back for so long. And now it's like, all right, I guess so. It's not like, and not, it's not like it was, all right, I'm ready to go get it, let's go be great. Now it's like, I guess so, bro. We done got done watching Gilmore Girls season one, you know, or you know, we got done watching Friends. You know, it, it just is 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 the things that we put in front of ourselves that makes our life so um so stressful that it's like if you just get it out your way, 
you will be able to just go and just blossom and you'll feel good about it. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. It becomes like second nature. And then another thing that happens when you practice good management is you get more things done. Mm -hmm. When you have a clear schedule, a clear set of ideas of what you want done, you can get a lot done. Mm -hmm. If you're practicing that routine we talked about, the reason we're talking about that morning routine is because it's an easy way to look at your time management. Mm -hmm. It's a good start to the day, and it's before you do anything else. Uh, When we finish, and we're only going to go about four more minutes, and at the end, we're going to give you a good night routine as well. Mm -hmm. The reason that we're going to end there is because in the next episode, we're going to go dive in really deep into strategies to help you improve your time management. Right now, we wanted to hammer home what happens when you do it. Mm -hmm. So you get more things done. You relate more positively to others. If you're starting your day like that, you're starting early, you're grinding early. You're getting your your engine of your brain moving early. Like Amari said, it's like a computer. Computers don't run smooth as soon as you cut them on. So it don't dope. matter how powerful your computer they're is. Because so <laughs> think about this. you have, At this point, if, if you're looking at me, I got a 27-year-old computer. For sure. And I'm trying to run it like I'm six years old. Yeah, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to happen. Especially, Some of y'all a little bit older than me. Yeah, especially if you haven't trained your computer to run at its full optimum performance level I haven't. from the moment you were six years old. You no, know you haven't. You've been in school. You've been. <laughs> you done did so many things that they done took away. They done yeah. turned down. Man, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't the messing with your processors. Man, Think about you. it. When you go to school, they they they, they training you to hey, you wake up, go to work. Yeah. Now I'm at hey. work. Now I'm gonna go from class to class to class to class. Hey, for the- Eat lunch. For the hustles out there, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is. It but we'll we, we get but that. We get that to another day, another time. It's a it's a thing that you've been taught that hinders your time management. Boy, yes, when you is. go to school, you're taught to think in forty five minute blocks. Why? Because a class is about forty five minutes. The reason they want you to think in forty five minute blocks is because they think that's how long your mind can operate on one subject. Forty five minutes. Now, the thing is, now you're trying to retrain your brain because now you're out in the workforce and your boss don't want you to think of 45 minute blocks. He wants you to chunk your time. He wants you to think about 13 things at one time you can't do. So he really wants you to group all of these project management tasks together, all of these operation tasks together, all of this human resources stuff together, because that is what he needs you're still trying to run off of, I'm going to do 45 minutes here and I'm going to do 45 minutes here. When you should be chunking your time. You should know what stuff goes together. You should be using it correctly. <laughs> That's how you get more things done. The way you're able to relate to people more positively is if you're waking up early, you're taking that time to meditate, show gratitude like Amar was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. When you have released all that dopamine and all those positive hormones into your bloodstream now you're looking at people going man i just love everybody today never hey let me just grab you know i don't eat donuts because you know i'm doing 30 a bus but let me grab donuts with all this let me just we just roll in i you know i know the boss man like chocolate covered hey Give me, give me some planes and give me one chocolate. Oh, you say you being extra nice. Hey, 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 hey. Said, That's hey, a good workout. Your boy, your boy ain't finna. I, I, yeah, I, I, I just playing. I may do that, but on a regular occasion, instead of getting your donuts, I will throw you the deuces and say, hey, what's going on, John? Hey, what's going on, Jessica? How you doing? What's going on, Shaquita? What's going on? Hey, what's up, player? 
how you doing? How was your weekend? Have a little small talk with you while I'm opening up my laptop, checking my emails, being productive. Guess <laughs> what? The hustle don't stop. But but the, but my but what we shooting at right now is with you being able to tap in and develop yourself in these ways that we're giving you, you can be able to have the energy and have the mindset and have the spirit to want to share with other people, to share, not of course, donuts, anything else, but be able to share the energy with other people, be mm-hmm. able to translate your how you feel from being great just within a few hours of your day, well, in the very beginning of your day, when you walk amongst other people, it can be your your, your teammates, it can be your your uh, employees, it can be um, your your bosses or uh, even someone on the street, whatever. Being able to and translate that energy from yourself to them and share it with them in that moment, it gives them the opportunity to be like, man, I, I like what she's doing. I like what he's doing. I see. I like how they feel about themselves and how they feel about engaging with me. I should be trying to do something to get on that same level. It helps you level. It helps you level up the people around you as you level up yourself. And this goes into the last thing. You at the end of the day, as you grind and you develop yourself in the ways that we're talking about, you feel better about yourself. I think that's the main goal. Yes. Of, at, at the end of the day, you want to feel good about yourself. You feel like the best you. Yeah, feel like the best you. And the thing is, sometimes. You may think, well, even if I don't start my day good or like I want to, I, I can figure out how to get to that level at by the end of the day, which is possible. But oftentimes it doesn't happen because you didn't start your day on the right foot. If you start your day on the right foot based on the choices you make, guess what? You can go throughout the day, make continue to make the, the sound decisions to continue to build the momentum to close out the day on a good note. And overall, each and every day, you want your days to be like that. Even when days don't go your way, you should still be able to feel proud of what you're doing uh, and what you're putting into your days and putting into yourself. And I'm going to give after, evening before bed routine really quickly, and then we're going to go. Same as morning, I'm going to break it into 20, 20, and 20. The only difference is an hour before bed, I want you to turn off your phone. If not, turn off, get it away from you. I don't want you looking at any technology an hour before bed. Those blue lights keep you up. Mm-hmm. That's why they put orange light, the, the filters on your phone so that you can use your phone at night. I don't want you to use it at all at night. What I want you to do is 20, 20, 20. Take 20 minutes to unwind, relax. Take 20 minutes to show gratitude for the next day. And then take another 20 minutes. Now, this one is very crucial. Take 20 minutes after you've shown gratitude to meditate and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I reason like that. that I broke it down like that is very simple. Uh, 20 minutes of relaxation. That can be your your shower routine. It could be a soap in the tub. It could be whatever you do to meditate. You could read a book. Whatever your 20 relax is. Then the next 20 is the uh, gratitude. Show thanks for everything that you got that day. Because once you show the universe that you're thankful for, it'll bless you with more. That's how it works. And then finally, I want you to take that last 20 to meditate, to clear your mind before bed. Because that will take the time to get all of those thoughts that's racing through your head throughout the day. A lot of times I go to bed and I dream about my work. And the reason I dream about my work is because I haven't taken the time to cleanse my mind. Now that you take the time to cleanse your mind, you can have a more peaceful sleep. Mm. Uh, and 
This has been all puzzled. This is Jared. This is Amari. You guys have a great day. We'll see you on Friday. Peace. Thanks for listening to Off the Hustle. Again, we only ask one thing for listening to Off the Hustle as a price to pay, and that is that if you found any value, you share it. You share the moment you found value on social media in a text. You can tap somebody on the shoulder. You can wait. You get to the barbershop and tell them. I don't care. I just want you to share when you find value so that we can help someone else get some value as well. Make sure that you send your feedback to us either through our email, which is off the hustle podcast at gmail.com, or you can also stay and connect with us through social media. Off the Hustle Podcast or Off the Hustle Pod. If you're on Twitter, make sure that you guys check us out. Continue to follow us and share your journeys because we look forward to connecting with you from one bit from one bridge builder to another. Peace. Go build, grow, develop. Peace. Peace.